Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So I didn't realize that gambling on marathons was a thing. But apparently, it is. An Illinois man crossed the finish line of a marathon in 2 hours and 15 minutes and 6 seconds to become the first U.S. runner since 2001 to win the Quad Cities Marathon, which is along the Mississippi River in Illinois and Iowa. And it's a big event. I was looking at it, they, you know, it's bridges and rivers and roads. And, you know, it's a marathon. All right. Now, how did he win, though? He won because the two leaders of the race, two Kenyans, who were winning followed the leader the wrong way <laughs> so i don't know they could still be running i i don't know they they have a big party at the end of the race where they all get together i don't know if they were seen there or not that's part of the race program but so according to this according to the actual story there's an intersection that where you turn and a According to the race professionals, the insiders of the Quad Cities race, it's clearly marked. And they should have known. And the day before, they did a, you know, a walk through or a jog through or a run through where they sit them down in a room and go, here's your course. This is how you, where you run. So they shouldn't have followed the bicyclist that was leading them. Okay. However, you know the odds. You're in the middle of a marathon. You're running. You're, he's on pace to set the record. My man has been training in New Mexico for a couple of months for this race. And so he's doing nothing but thinking about running this race. And he's just follow the bicyclist and we're good. We're going to set the pace. The bicyclist goes the wrong way. Said so he follows the bicycle. And so does the second guy. So the third guy just makes the turn and off he goes and he wins the race for the first time. The first U.S. guy. Now, the race apparently is trying to find some way to compensate the two, but I'm guessing no. Well, I'm sorry. We're trying to we're trying to find a way. We'll give you an extra T-shirt. Everybody got a T-shirt. Everybody got everybody got a little a little key fob uh, for, as part of being about the race. We don't have any of the we don't have any of the little sandwich boxes left. That party's over. Sorry, but we've got some flyers. We got some. We got some flyers. We got a couple of t-shirts. Here you go. Get out of here. So, my point is though, is that what were the odds of the white guy, or I'm sorry, the U.S. citizen, running in the marathon and winning? So if you bet on him. You, I mean, you won the race, you got three grand. The winner of the race gets three grand. That's nothing. If you bet 
big money on the third place guy and you give the bicyclist or the bicyclist uh you know a couple hundred bucks to go straight or we you know we run over your family or we run over you on the road okay (laughs) you get run over so you either go straight or you get run over you go straight he's all right no problem going straight if they don't follow him what do you what nothing happens to you you're fine you did what you were told but the odds are they're going to follow you and they did so i'd be interested to see what the odds were and how much money was made on the old quad cities marathon and how much uh it would have lost if elijah muhawangeni solo and luke kibbe <laughs> i think that's how you say his middle name is elijah m-w-a-n-g-a-n-g-i then s-a-o-l-o his last name elijah mawangani salo and luke kibet that doesn't sound kenyan but he was and they lost shouldn't have gone straight wow that's almost you can quote me on that you shouldn't have gone straight Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So a Danish artist was given $84,000 by a museum to use in a work of art. And that's the key phrase right there, in a work of art. He wasn't given $84,000 for a work of art. Now, he, after he dropped it off... <laughs> <laughs> he said, ah, just call it, take the money and run. Oh, oh okay. Now, I think I have, you know, the, the artist, Jens Hanning. I think he might be my new favorite artist, Jens Hanning. So the museum said, hey, we'll give you 84000 and we want to have you do a, a piece of art for us using the money. So what they wanted from him, because he had a previous artwork done that talked about the average danish annual income and the average austrian annual income and that was back in the aughts and uh both both of those pieces used actual cash to show the average incomes of the two countries and that's what they wanted from him was another piece of work with this eighty four thousand dollars used in the artwork okay and and he said sure uh no problem where do I sign? And so when it came down to the wire, when it was time to produce the artwork, he had the two framed pieces of art sent to the museum and they were all excited and opened it up and it was just blank canvases inside the art. You know, there was just can blank canvas inside the frame. That's the art piece. And when they called him, he said, yeah, well, it's called take the money and run. Okay. all right now so they're saying wait what what what's happening so part of the deal was is that he would use the money in the artwork and they also said that it would be you know part of the contract was that he would give the money back at the end of the showing well the money that would that just means that the art was actually going to belong to the museum right because it was supposed to be part of the artwork and so they're saying that hey he hasn't really done anything wrong yet because he has until january 
I think January 16th or something like that, it was the end of the contract where he has to give the money back. So I will say that it will be interesting if he actually then produces a video of him making the frames and the canvases out of the $84,000 and titled it, I told you, take the money and run. That's the that's the that's my piece that's my artwork and i made it with the money so that he doesn't have to give it back right but he owned but if you're going to do that i mean no really i made it with the whole eighty four thousand dollars, and it you know it's only i don't know what do, what do you make a couple of frames and some canvas with fifty thousand so you keep the thirty four thousand i wouldn't do that i would use it all of course but just saying that it's possible. So anyway, uh, I'm just, uh, I love this new artist, my man. What did I say his name once again? I love him so much. I can't remember his name. Jens, right? That was Jens Hunting. Jens Hunting. I love every artwork that he's ever done, especially Take the Money and Run. Oh, yeah. Come on. You know what that means. Operation Varsity Blues. Yes, uh, Operation Varsity Blues is still in the news. And the only reason I do it is because Lori Laughlin is in the news and she's getting a job back. And this is after, you know, completing guilty. And she got fired from two jobs. They kicked her off of uh, uh, the Netflix show, Fuller House. And they kicked her off the Hallmark series, Wind Calls the Heart, during this, all right? After her and her husband... Uh, Massimo Giuliani were swept up into the in the scandal, and they, you know, she pled guilty, and so did he, and they did their deal, and and uh, you know, did their time. They've all they're convicted felons that they are. Ugh. Give me a break. But she's now reprising her role in Win Calls the Heart. She's coming back to work. Good, good. Now it's a new show. And it's called, it's, I guess it's season two or something, but she's, she's going to be a part of it. And so she's finally getting a little bit of her life back and hopefully, you know, she's going to be part of a new, you know, a country Christmas too. We'll get her on uh, some Christmas shows too. So Hallmark may ease her back in. Wait, there's a joke there somewhere and I'm just going to let it go. All I know is that, uh, we still able to talk about Operation Varsity Blues. Oh, yeah. Love this sounder so much. Got it. I'll let, I'll let Cannon. 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 Think about it. Operation Varsity Blues. Tonight's episode. Lori works. Okay, I want to get back to the marathon story just for a second because I'm fascinated by this. All right, did you know, and I'm fascinated by I was looking as I was reading about the marathon story. I'm thinking, you know, how long is a marathon? So it's 26.2 miles, the full marathon, because the Quad Cities Marathon had all these different races involved when you go to their website. Not that I went to the Quad Cities Marathon website, but they talked about uh, – you know, the different races that they have and how they, you know, they had the half marathon, the marathon relay, the 5K, 
the kids micro marathon i'm not quite sure what that is that's something where everybody gets a medal i guess and uh they have the rudy's taco one mile walk run which okay they have the runner self-defense class it's a big event going on the quad cities marathon but i was wondering how long is a marathon so a marathon is 26.2 miles all right now what why is it 26.2 miles because queen alexandra requested that the race let them start at windsor castle over on that side so the children can see them leave from their nursery uh, okay queen but we shouldn't we start it over here perhaps you didn't hear me i'm the queen and the race will start here and then it ended at the olympic stadium at the box so she was able to let the nursery the little dingleberries watch the race start from the castle and then see the ending at the olympic box which worked out to be 26.2 miles so but queen that'll make the race 26.2 miles so be it that's the way it is so i love it but i'll tell you the reason it really made me it brought back all kinds of all kinds of memories on uh why i stopped marathoning because uh, i know this comes as a surprise i know i know it does but i don't marathon anymore um because the question's been asked um why do marathoners look gaunt and have saggy skin and look a decade older than what they are well it's believed because of the bouncing and impact from the running that causes the skin on your face and more specifically your cheeks to sag and i was having that same problem and so that's why i quit that's why i quit marathoning so i know a lot of you have questioned hey didn't you used to marathon and my answer was always well yeah i used to but i didn't like to get into why and that's why okay and stories like this just bring back memories and i if i was in the lead in that race and the bicyclist would have gone the wrong way and, and i followed them i'd be very angry very angry so i can understand the anger and frustration that my man what did i say his name was again elijah mawangangi solo and luke Kibet. <laughs> i can understand the frustration that they would that they would have anyway that's just i just thought i'd throw that out there because it's been asked of me why i don't marathon anymore let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately see the bottle doesn't have the same effect as the can but it is you know legitimately coke zero in the black container Mm. Ah, and just as refreshing all right so we're in the break room i've got to i've got to break down a little bit of an issue that i have okay so i see a story that raquel welch has been seen there's a raquel welch sighting in beverly hills first time in over two years we've seen raquel welch okay and the paparazzi caught the 81 year old actress who remember i mean if you you know who raquel welch is hello and if you don't look her up pre 
40 years old. And, uh, you know, you'll get an idea. Because I question whether this is actually Raquel Welch or not. All right. So it, this picture, which looking casual in a white top, black pants, and platform wedges, paired with a straw hat and stylish eyeglasses. That's being generous. Okay. I like it, but it's being generous. So uh, there are several snaps. You see Raquel out. She's got her face mask on, you know, due to the ongoing COVID-19. Thank you, page six. Appreciate it. And uh, she also appeared to be holding on to her breasts. Yeah, there's a, one snap of her. And the breasts seem to have grown over the several years. I mean, she was, I guess, you know, well, she wasn't that big. But anyway, uh, she's 81 and she's pretty large for 81. Normally, if you're 81, you if you make it to 81, you've you're not overweight. All right? <laughs> so i question first of all when i first saw this i'm like no way that's raquel welch because if you could put i mean if i dressed up in that outfit you would and i said that's raquel welch you would go oh my gosh raquel welch look at her she's really she's really falling down by the wayside but you'd think it was raquel welch so i questioned whether it's her or not now we have done uh chris corby my man my producer did some investigative uh, reporting on uh, raquel welch and i was informed that this is this is expert opinion it's probably her so uh i'm okay it's her you got me it's her but i'm just saying you know raquel honey that's why i'm saying i don't think it's her i don't think it's her because i think we're being we're being had we're being had. Do I think, do I believe Raquel Welch is 81? Sure. Do I believe she's still alive? Okay. Do I think that's Raquel Welch? In the words of the investigative reporter for Chewing the Fat, it's probably her. Okay, so seriously, she hasn't been seen in two years. All right. Now, she did an interview a couple of years ago in 2019. And there she said, you know, she said in the interview, hey, I enjoy keeping a low profile. Um, You know, I admit that it's nice to be noticed. It's better, you know, than not being noticed. My whole career has been about being noticed, just like any other actor or actress. So I'm grateful that people are still interested. Now, during her heyday, Raquel was seriously hot. No question about it. And could there be some medication issues going on now? Yes. Who among us? Who among us hasn't had an issue with that? I'm with you, Raquel. I want to be want to be clear. I love you. Okay. I'm if if this actually is you, and we've you know we're told it probably is uh, that you know. I just want you to know she's not walking with a cane. There is one shot here without a without one of the masks that you would wear during the COVID nineteen pandemic, and I, I you have no idea how I want to dress up like this and be Raquel Welch because it's absolutely you you couldn't tell the difference me and Raquel Welch and that is I mean now you're saying something. <laughs> 
All right, I'll let Raquel go, but I'm just saying I love you, Raquel. Okay, and it's I'm not just because you've had you know there's other stuff going on in your life and you're boo. Uh, you know I'm 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 with you. Okay, I'm with you. I'm not. This can't be her. It just can't be her. So get ready to hear all you're gonna want to know about Will Smith. All right, because he's everywhere now. I see headlines. Father was abusive. Um, he and Jada had entanglements outside their marriage, and he had relationships. She had relationships. No, say it isn't so. And of course, you know they talked a little bit about their marriage, and to uh, you know with the on Red Table Talk jada's show and will did an interview with gq where he discussed some of the revelations and this is all a ruse all right now i'm not saying it didn't happen i'm sure it did i'm sure some of it did but just remember that all this all these interviews and all these everything that's going around is all about the upcoming memoir will so just be ready to buy that and we'll know you know, that's what he's talking about. Because, yes, my father was so abusive and I really struggled with. Well, you just have to read about it in my memoir, Will. That's what's, I mean, that's what's going to happen. And, you know, then he played, he played the dad of the Venus, the Dingleberry sisters. What are their names? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Venus and Serena Williams. The can't remember their stupid names. Uh, the tennis stars. Anyway, he plays their dad, and it's so believable. And he, what he did to get to the inner dad of the Williams sisters was to really just become his dad, uh, who was abusive. But he loved his kids so much, and he just wanted them to succeed. Yeah, dad really sucked because the Williams sisters, man, their life, whew, man, bad, right? I know. I know, so you can imagine how bad their dad must have been. Ugh, I can't take it. Every father that has successful kids, that's what they want. They, they, at, the, at the peak of their success. Oh, I hated my dad. He made me do things I didn't want to do. I wished he wouldn't have been around. Really? In your 50,000 square foot home? And all the amenities of life. Yeah, it sucks being you, doesn't it? Yeah, your dad really did hateful. I can't take it. But just remember to read about it in the memoir, Will. All right, I've got to get off of that. Otherwise, I'm going to get angry because it really pisses me off. Because I know that, oh, Jeff, there's some parents that abuse their children and try to succeed. I know. I know, baby. I know. Go ahead. Get out there and run some more. I just... Behind every, do you remember in uh, in the movie Searching for Bobby Fisher? Classic movie. I love it. So the mom and the dad are fighting over what they're doing to the kid, the, the, the chess prodigy. And he is, the mom is saying, uh, talking about uh, the stars, and the mom yells, uh, uh, how many of these great baseball stars uh, hated their fathers? And he's like, all of them. That's the point. 
I then, of course, he comes around. And boy, I haven't seen that movie in quite some time. We're gonna have to break that out, man. Searching for Bobby Fischer. Love that movie. I love it. Now I want to watch it. Don't look at me like you haven't seen Searching for Bobby Fischer. Come on. He's still. I'd love to talk to him. Josh Waitzkin. I mean, he's still. He's still around. He's still doing big stuff. He's got his charities. He's still playing chess. He's doing his. He's also a uh, Tai Chi guy now. He's Mister Champion. And he's world. I mean, he's all. He's a great chess champion. Uh, the wizard. Oh wait, you can't be a wizard of chess. No, no, baby. You become the. Uh, is it just chess master? Is that what it is? You just become a chess master. Now the grand wizard is something else. The grand wizard is not. You have people standing around that look like chess players, but they're not. They're that's something else altogether. Yeah, no, it's not them. Stop thinking like that. My gosh. Anyway, Josh Waitzkin is who I was thinking of. And I would... <laughs> He'd be an interesting interview. You know, if you wanted to find someone to, for the show, Josh Waitzkin would be worth the interview. Although I believe, just as a side note, a little inside baseball, I reached out to Josh at one point. Now it's all coming back to me because I reached out to him from a stupid website and I got nothing. I got nothing. So either he didn't see it, his people saw it and said, ooh, yeah, no, he's not talking to the fat man, no. Or he saw it and said, ooh, yeah, no, not talking to the, ma- not talking to the fat man. So if you know Josh Waitzkin, reach out to him and say, I'm a fan. I'd love to talk to him. And if he says, ooh, yeah, no, I'm not talking to the fat man, well, then so be it. I want to apologize. I want to apologize to Josh Waitzkin right now, though, because I should know that it was the. It's not the chess master. It's the grandmaster, right? That's. Okay, so there's grandmasters, there's international masters, there's super grandmasters. So I just want to, you know, I realize I was just. You know, they're not just chess masters. I get it. I know, Josh, okay? I love chess, and you would kick my butt, even though I'd love to play a game with you. No problem. You know, probably lose. But there is a chance I might win. So I've talked about um, watching uh, Only Murders in the Building on Hulu. That ends this week. I'm looking forward to ending, I think, for those of you listening live, today is the 29th of September, 2021. I believe today the final episode drops. I'm looking forward to seeing that. But have you seen, you know, another show that keeps getting all the, oh, this show's so great and it's cutting edge and it's wonderful, is a show on FX called uh, Reservation Dogs. And I want to like it. Because everyone is saying, oh, it's cutting edge and it's funny and it's new actors and actresses and there's just the writing. And, the, and I mean, I want to like it. And I want to like the characters and I think I do, but it just is. Uh, it's about these, it's, they're on an Indian reservation in Oklahoma and these kids and it's about them wanting to get off the reservation some of them and some of them want to stay and there's some interesting characters like the 
the midget twins or the little people twins that ride around on their bikes and do rap songs, really. <laughs> and the guy that runs the the metal recycling place where you just bring in old cars and he gives you money for them. Yeah, scrapyards. That's what they call them. It's metal recycling place or whatever. It's one of those things. And uh, then Bill Burr played a driving instructor once, and that was you know that was kind of funny. It was just I I just I I don't know that it's as good as everyone says, but I'm really trying to get into it. So if you're watching Reservation Dogs, let me know what I'm missing because I really do. I, I feel like I like it, but I don't, and I can't figure out why yeah i mean it's on fx so (laughs) and uh i did talk yesterday did i talk yesterday about goliath i think i did i think i talked about i was surprised that it would dropped on amazon and i billy bob thornton awesome yes i did because i told you to make sure if you haven't watched it you need to start on episode one and just watch this this is the fourth season it's going to be the last season so uh just start on one and binge it i may have to do that again anyway so have we found brian laundry yet or landry or laundry or whatever the hell his name is I know they spell his name L-A-U-N-D-R-I-E. I got it. So have we found him yet or is, there, or is there he still missing? Because as far as I know, he's still missing. So this guy that is, I, I know he has a warrant out for his arrest now. When he went missing, I think that he was just a person of interest, right? So everyone believes that he's guilty. I know. I don't look at me like that. The odds of him not being guilty are almost slim to none. But it is possible. We talk about it all the time. Innocent until proven guilty. That's what this country is. But you'd think that if he was innocent, you would think that if he was innocent, he would come forward. So is he still alive or did he go out and kill himself? Uh, I mean, I don't know. They're looking for him now. I know that uh, Prather had uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter on. That's Chad Prather, by the way. He does a stupid show on this Blaze Network around here somewhere. And uh, he had Dog the Bounty Hunter on. And uh, Dog was talking about he's come up with, he's already got clues. He's on it. And they're talking about being at Fort DeSoto Park. I love Fort DeSoto Park. I spent all kinds of time at Fort DeSoto Park. It's down in, in St. Peter's. Beautiful. And could you get lost there? Yeah, but for days, no. I mean, they would have found you by now if you were in Fort DeSoto. They claim that he was there with his folks, and then the folks, only two people left. I don't know that you know that. Uh, I don't know that they've put guards at the stop of Fort DeSoto Park. I mean, you have to register if you're going to camp there overnight, which is what Dog is saying, that the three of them uh entered and camped but then he said only two left 
uh, you can get in and out of Fort DeSoto Park without having to check with the guards. I mean, that's, that's that seems a little a little strange. But I'm just asking, you know, have we found him yet? The answer is no. Now, what are the odds? Chewing the fat odds. We never find him. And this just fades away. This fades away. And, you know, the... I feel sorry for the parents of the girl, Gabby. I mean, it's just sad. My gosh. I mean, so sad that their daughter, well, runs off with a guy in a van. Nothing bad could happen from that. (laughs) Just stop. But I got to stop now because I'm going to get myself in trouble if I go much farther. It's very sad that she was murdered it looks like she was murdered from this guy laundry or landry or whatever his name is he's missing will we ever find him or has he gone out and killed himself i feel like if he's lasted this long like he, if he if he did do it or if he saw it happen and got away Maybe that's what he's running from. He saw it happen, and he's running because he knows he doesn't want to get caught from the person who's going to kill him too. I should be his attorney. I should be his attorney because that's that's plausible. Is it? (laughs) Is the question. I know you asked it. I heard you. I can hear you all the way from here. I know you're sitting at home going, it is? Yes, yes, it is. It could happen. You know, if you're writing a TV show and it's not real life, in real life, probably not so much, but it could happen. <laughs> I mean, I just, uh, just saying it could, that's all. R. Kelly, guilty, 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 guilty. Oh, I'm not, I don't have my, gosh, darn it, I don't have my. Close enough. Uh, Nine counts of racketeering and sex trafficking by a New York jury. The racketeering charge typically used to prosecute mob bosses, which is really, I mean, he kind of played that part, was linked to Kelly's oversight of a sex ring that targeted and exploited young girls for years. Prosecutors argued that the 54, oh, he's 54 already, three-time Grammy winner, sold more than 75 million records, used his status to prey on vulnerable girls. He was first accused of having sex with an underage girl in 1991, married then 15-year-old singer in 1994, and was acquitted on similar charges in 2008. The current case, 45 witnesses provided testimony over the span of the three weeks. We talked about the trial still going on, including 11 accusers. <sighs> so he's probably going to be in jail for a while. It's just a guess on my part. I don't know. Uh, he's awaiting um, additional trials in Illinois and Minnesota. Could add a few more years to his uh, sentencing. He gets sentenced for this in May so who knows i mean he does he does they let him off get out of here pay your bail get out of here you're on probation probably not probably not 
I don't know how long he's going to be in jail or prison, but uh, he's got 14 underlying acts, including kidnapping, forced labor, sex trafficking, bribery, also charged with eight counts of violating the Mann Act. That's under the racketeering stuff. Then of the 14 possible racketeering acts considered in the trial, only two were not proven. Wow. So I'm guessing, I don't know how many years they're saying he could possibly get. Prosecutors can go with the RICO case. It carries a very significant jail sentence, 20 years. And I believe Mr. Kelly is going to see every day of that time. So this is a life sentence for him. This particular thing. So let's say he gets 20 years from this in May. That's he's 74, 75 when he gets out there, but he still has the other two trials to go to. And if, you know, I guess you could run them concurrently. So just, you know, he's out when he's 74, 75, maybe gets out at 15 years. But I doubt it because they've pretty much put him up on a dirtbag pedestal. And he was a dirtbag pedestal. And they, I mean, before all of this, there were the documentaries. Everybody knew R. Kelly was a dirtbag. Everybody. And now, even the courts. So, good luck, R. <laughs> Have fun. Good luck. God bless. <laughs> I, I know him. I know him. I can get, yeah, not everybody can call him R. But I do. So, there's that. Okay, so if you're in Cobb County, Georgia... Be on the lookout for a bow and arrow carjacker. I mean, nothing says Georgia. I you think actually a bow and arrow carjacker, I first guess would be Florida, but no. It's pretty close though, Georgia. He might be from Florida. Police say a man with a bow and arrow approached a woman, fired the arrow into her windshield, demanding she get out of her car. Now this lady being so dumb and didn't decide to accelerate and get the hell out of there complied i mean you have a guy shooting an arrow at you hits your windshield and you don't let's say worst case scenario you have to start your car and put it in drive and accelerate i maybe you're too scared to do that i guess but Maybe you're getting out of the car. I mean, I might be even just get out of the car. Like, what the hell do you think you're doing? Right, but you're not taking, the guy's not taking my car. No, that's not going to happen. Sorry. <laughs> so they found this, they found him this time. Uh, they found him shortly after because he crashed the vehicle into a bridge. And apparently he had attempted to take two other vehicles. And see, these people, he finally got one. That's what I'm saying. He attempted two others and they were like, no. No, you're not taking my car, bro. <laughs> no, you got a bow and arrow. No, I've got a gun. You're not taking my car, okay? So at one point, the man pointed a bow and arrow at the officers. And one officer said, yeah, no, and shot him. Said, you're not, no, it's not, we're not, sorry, it's not the wild, wild, we're not out in the West. The Indians don't exist. Well, they do exist. They, never mind. I just got done talking about reservation dogs. Of course the Indians exist, duh. But the bow and arrow thing, no. Okay, you can go hunting with your bow and arrow. That's a cute little hunting thing you got going on. But no, we're not you're not taking my car with the 
No, honey. No. Get out of your car. No. Uh, no. And you shoot the arrow at the windshield. It doesn't even say that it went through the windshield or anything. It just says he shot the arrow at the windshield. And she gave him the car. But I love the fact that, well, we're getting reports now that he attempted to take two other cars. And they were like, yeah, no. No, I got a gun. Or, no, you're not taking my car. And they drove away. And they probably came out and said, yeah, he tried to take my car too. I said no. But this lady said yes. So uh, they have busted him. And I guess you can feel safe now for a little while. He was shot, taken to the hospital. He was conscious and breathing. So, you know, the police, I guess, still have weapons in Georgia. And use them properly because this guy didn't die. And he is now will be tried for carjacking and attempted carjacking. And let's hope that he doesn't get back on the streets soon because you might have a bow and arrow attempt out there any day now. Just be ready to say, no. Okay, so United Airlines is very happy. They say that nearly all their workers have met the vaccine mandate deadline. Only about 593 employees could face termination. So that was nice, right? We're in a good we're in a good place there. You've got North Carolina hospital system. Look, they are happy with their mandates. They are only going to fire 175 employees who wouldn't comply with the vaccine mandate. So that's good, right? I mean, right? And good news coming from the St. Paul Port Authority. They're going to go ahead and buy a warehouse from the state. Now, if you remember in Minnesota way back last year, the governor bought a temporary morgue. He bought a former produce warehouse that had been outfitted already for cold storage. He was worried about the bodies piling up from COVID-19 deaths. He didn't want to have refrigerated trailers out front. So he bought this warehouse and that's where we were going to ship the dead bodies to. They never used it. They bought it for $5.5 million. Again, they never used it because... (laughs) Well, the bodies never, never happened. I mean, there were deaths. There just weren't. How many deaths in Minnesota? So Minnesota had 8,212 deaths. Wow. That's, but they had, I mean, Minnesota had a lot, a lot of people recover from it, man. They had 680,000 people, over 680,000 people recover from COVID incredible so i mean they did have there were actual deaths in minnesota however they had spent 5.5 million on this warehouse for the piled up dead bodies that never happened and the port authority is going to buy it from them for five million six hundred thousand so they made a profit they turned it around good for the state of minnesota i don't know if the port authority the St. Paul Port Authority has anything to do with the state. So it could be that the state is selling to the state. 
So even though they're paying more than they paid for it, are they really? Not real sure. I guess on paper they are. Absolutely, that's what it says. We paid 5.5. We're selling it for 5.6. We, we this, this building here, this portion of the state government turned a profit of 100000 in a year. Although, I bet it wasn't a full 100000 because I don't know what the maintenance was on the building after they purchased it. Because you buy a building that's ready for cold storage and you're thinking that you're going to have to bring in dead bodies. You've got to make sure that the perimeter is safe and, you know, what's happening. I'd be interested, how many of those warehouses did other states buy? And are there warehouses keeping bodies now we would know about that can't keep stuff like that secret (laughs) wow and another question is how many buildings around america or at least you know in the military bases have ufos in them i want to know because according to a tiktok video and you have to believe it if it's on tiktok um, the video shows the dark place the dark piece of metal on a flatbed truck being hauled toward an air force base in california so they think that we've got a ufo like aircraft being towed into this military base and all right so now we have an internet detective ruben hoffs i i I don't know who ruben is but i'm sure he's very good detective it actually be might be fun to talk to here on Chewing the Fat. He has looked at the video and studied it. Not only did he look at it, but Ruben studied it. And he said that he stumbled upon a very interesting TikTok video from an unknown shape on a flatbed trailer. He added more of his findings. The scaffolding in the background got my interest, and this appears to be the Helendale Radar Cross-Section Facility. Also, that does not mean this does not seem to resemble the so-called pole cap used for calibration purposes. Further, despite the odd structure resembling parts of a UFO, some viewers thought it could be a prototype of the new B-21 stealth bombers the Air Force recently announced. Looks like a supersonic combat drone model or another type of stealth combat drone. Others disagreed. Looks a bit alien to me. Wherever the structure arrived from, we hope it comes in peace. (laughs) So I'm not sure. We just see that it's interesting, right, from our internet detective, Ruben Hoffs. If you know Ruben, tell him, uh, you know, reach out to Chewing the Fat. I'd be happy to talk to him about his findings and his other investigations. I mean, look, UFOs, we know, well, we know unidentified flying objects are real. But when people say UFOs, they really mean alien crafts, right? I mean, that's what they're talking about. So, and we know for real that alien crafts are kept at MacDill Air Force Base in Tampa. I mean, that's one of the main bases where the UFOs are kept. If you remember, I know that that's CENTCOM, but that's CENTCOM. Now, if you remember uh, a few years ago now, they were ready. They wanted to close a bunch of military bases, and 
Tampa, McDill Air Force Base was on that list. And they went into a closed-door meeting, came out of the meeting and said, yeah, there's Tampa's not on the list anymore. It's not on the list anymore. We're done. We're not closing that. You know why? Houses UFOs. Just saying. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.